Tonight, uh, actually, Gail's there. Okay. Yeah, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Okay, good. So I apologize for, I'm using the phone because my computer's not connecting to the Wi-Fi. Okay. Not a problem. So what I do tonight, I want to talk about Elenu. So uh, it's not standard Parsha, but um, I'm giving a share for the ladies. I decided to talk about Elenu, so you're going to get, that my mind's been churning through Elenu, so you're going to get my, some of my thoughts about Elenu. Um, so, Elenu is a fascinating tefillah, Elenu Shabbat HaDonokol, fascinating tefillah, which we say, uh, the Kobo says that the one who composed it is Yehoshua. Yehoshua ben Nun was the one who composed the first paragraph of Elenu, um, when he conquered Eretz Yisrael, some say when he conquered Jericho, so he said this tefillah of Elenu L'Shaveach. Um, the Pirkei Rebelezer says it's a, a, it's a very extraordinary tefillah. Therefore, so we have to say it's standing. I mean, as opposed to many tefillahs we say sitting, it has to be said standing. Um, Rav Haigoyn, there's a tshuva of Rav Haigoyn. He talks about Elenu. He says he doesn't understand. He wants to explain how we say Elenu outside of Eretz Yisrael. It's such a holy tefillah. It really only deserves to be said in Eretz Yisrael. That's, that's the question Rav Haigoyn is grappling with. And he talks about how we are able to say it in Chutz Lords. It's so, such an extraordinary tefillah. How are we able to say it in Chutz Lords? Uh, he says further that the, the source of the Tekana to say it in Chutz Lords was the time of the Churban Abayis, Rabbi Yechem and Zakeh. Rabbi Yechem and Zakeh made many Tekanas in order to be Mechaz HaKlayisil, about the Binyan, the Mishra will come back, etc. So one of the Tekanas he made was to say Elena in Chutz Lords, even in Chutz Lords. So that which we say Elena at the end of davening is the Tekana from Rabbi Yechem and Zakeh. That's how far back that goes. So he says that the Elena which we say in Musaf Shmon Esrei, Rosh Hashanah, that was the Tekana of Lanshik Nesit which is seven generations before Rechel and Zakai. Antigonus, so that's the second generation. Was, then there was the five generations of the Zugas, so that's six. Rechel and Zakai, Talmud of Hillel right? So he was seven generations after Ashkenazim. So they had put it in Muslim Roshonas, right? Of Rosh Hashanah. And he came along and said, we should say it every single day at the end of each tefillah. Um, so that's how early back this, this Tekana goes. I mean, and he mentions this, also that Yeshua was the one who composed it. So it means it was composed by Yeshua. He didn't compose it as a tefillah to be said re- regularly. He said it was his own personal tefillah. And he said, thank you for the conquest of Eretz Yisrael. Now, took it and instituted saying it during Musaf of Rosh Hashanah. And Rechem took it and instituted saying it on a, on a daily basis, three times a day, at the end of the tefillahs. That we, end of the tefillahs. So that's the history. So that, that, that's quite a history. That, you, know, you cannot say that about, about many tefillahs. Um, so if you think about it, the fact that, that it was listened by Yeshua, so this is one of the earliest tefillahs which we have. Right? We have tefillahs which are, which are tilim, etc., which came afterwards. Um, tilim was, was written afterwards. We have tefillahs which... Benching, the more says that Moshe Rabbeinu composed the first bracha and Yeshua composed the second bracha. So benching goes back to the time of Moshe and Yeshua. And other than that, Elena was the earliest tefillah that we have. So it's extraordinary tefillah, this, this tefillah of Elena. There is, the Chayotim brings a uh, somewhere, a Kabbalistic sefer which says that 
when Elena was said, Bershom gathers all the Lachim and Shemayim to hear the praise that Klaisel sang to Kodesh of Elena. And all the Lachim praise to Kodesh that he has such a nation that they give him such praise. So it's clearly a very extraordinary tefillah. The biggest raya is that the Yitzhahara works so hard to make it not said properly. And the rule, like the Raman says, the more holy it is, the more destroyed it is. So Elena was, one of my Talmud Tamim says, Elena, yeah, tefillah is a derech. It's until you say as you're leaving. <laughs> so that was his re- response to Elena. So like, you know, your mom should get it. Like, you know, you see that Ramban. The Ramban says, when he, when he, when he picked up and moved to Eretz Yisrael, he says, Kodesh B'yoyser is Chor B'yoyser. The greater, more Kodesh it is, the more destroyed it is. So this is earlier than Shemun Esri. was only composed by the Ashkenazi Gdala, which was a, which was a thousand years later, after Yeshua. And this was composed a thousand years earlier. It's an extraordinary tefillah, and we're saying it halfway out the door, or three quarters way out the door, if you want to, right? Um, so uh, it's so Ashkenazim were very nice that they, they put added Shir Shayoim and Ladovid and Barchinavshi and you know things afterwards. So at least you know maybe you got to by by some it's people not, it's, it's, it's the last thing. It's much the last thing. Why is it at the end of Davin at all? Why don't we do it at the beginning? Uh, okay, so so why is that in the davening? It seems the reason that the color was saying that in the davening was it's sort of it's, it's supposed to be like the the apex of the davening, the pinnacle of davening. It all comes together to this hargasha of Elena, right? It's appropriate way to kind of close off the davening before you move on to, you know, that, that this is what davening has the message which the davening has put put into you. Okay, so Semis points out that the both paragraphs of Elena and, and, and Alkain start with the letter Ayin and then with, and with the letter Dalad, the, the word aid. Christ was acting as an aid, that these, as, as a witness that these, uh, these statements are true. So, so that's the backdrop. So I, 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 I always grapple with, with, I grapple with Elena. Um, it's the first paragraph I think I can sort of handle. Second paragraph I have great difficulty with saying it. Um, I'll tell you why. Uh, so, what mitzvahs do we touch on in the par- in, in the paragraphs of Elena? So uh, we say we say Elena, we say Elena the Shemach Adonakol. So that the Bereshim is the Melech Malchem Lochim. He's the source of everything, Ein Oid, etc. So these concepts really parallel the concepts of that that the Bereshim is the one who took us out. He's the source of everything. The Ram understands that mitzvah. The mitzvah understand the Bereshit is the source of everything. He's the Yotzeh Bereshit. Everything comes from him. And he's the source of, of, of all existence. And the mitzvah Yichar Hashem, Shema, that, that there's nothing else other than a Kodesh Baruch So both of those mitzvahs are going to be expressed here in the, the first paragraph of Elenu. In the second paragraph of Elenu, there's a fascinating Sefer. One of the Rishonim wrote a Sefer Mitzvah called Sefer Mitzvah's Katan. Now he didn't write called Sefer Mitzvah's Katan. But since another region wrote a Sefer called Sefer Mitzvah, so it became known as, one was called Sefer Mitzvah's Godel, because one was called Sefer Mitzvah's Godel. Uh, he actually called it something else, called it Amunei Gerla. So it's written by um, the Rebbeinu Peretz. The Rebbeinu Peretz in Sefer Mitzvah's Kota, um well, it's just written by a combination of the Rebbeinu Peretz, his Rebbe, and the Rebbeinu Peretz of the Talmud of Rebbeinu Confitum. I think it was, no, 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 no I'm sorry, uh, Rebbeinu something or other. Okay, don't say it wrong. 
So the Smak says, we know there's a concept that there's an Indian of, that we ask a person, after 20 years, a person comes to Shemayim, and they ask, one of the questions they ask him, were you Mitzap, Sipis of the Yeshua, did you anticipate the Mashiach coming? Did you anticipate it? Not that you believe, not that you believe in it, that you sit and you anticipate it. So he says, what's the source for this idea that a, we have a mitzvah to be mitzvah for Yeshua? Where's the source for that? He says, the source is in the mitzvah of So part of the muna of realizing that Kodesh was the one who took out of Mitzrayim means the Bershom takes Kalei out of the source that, he, that they're in. The purpose of that is not just to remember that that was once upon a time, but it's to realize that it's going to happen again and we should, and we should be excited about that, that, about that possibility. That's what he writes. So the second paragraph talks about this idea of we're, we're being the Mikava, we're anticipating, we're, we're, we're waiting with bated breath for, the, for this moment. Now I have difficulty saying that because I don't, I'm not waiting with bated breath. So what am I supposed to do? You know, you say it's like, I'll get the Kavalucha. Therefore, because I have such a moon in the first paragraph, which maybe I would have more moon in the first paragraph, the second paragraph would be natural, right? But because I have such a moon in the first paragraph that there's nothing else in the world but Kodesh Baruch Hu and the, and the whole world doesn't recognize that, I'm anticipating the day when the whole world will recognize that. It'll be wonderful. And like, you know, I don't know. It's, it's a very, very comfortable saying it because you want to be honest. You know, you come to Shemayim. So the whole Pamaya Shemayim is, is sitting there. All of the Malachim are gathered together to hear us say Aleinu. So we have the, you know, we have the people who are saying it halfway out the door, and then your people who are saying it and don't really don't really mean it. So like, the, like we're not really doing so good on this one. Um, okay, um, so that's the most part of it. Now, just so I, there's there's a phrase in Elena which I've been grappling with. The two issues in Elena which I've been grappling with for a long time, and I have a potential one thing. One of them sort of answers the other one a little bit, but I'm not sure if it's happens. But I will share it with you. Um, now, so the, the, the Rav Haigrain and that and that shuva talks about the, we say we, we say we start off like this. We say we need to praise the Kodesh Baruch We say two s- s- phrases of praise. We have to mishavat the Kodesh Baruch We have to give Gedula the separations. Then we say four set statements. So we weren't made like our rotsis. We weren't the person that wasn't make wasn't somos like Mishra Doma. Our chalik wasn't like them, and the garalayno was not like them. So there's four things that were different. Then the girsa of shemesh tachem the yeshia, which is the primary girsa. This is what they do. and we bow to kadosh baruch So we're saying it's a covenant upon us to praise the kadosh baruch The Barsham chose, gave us a unique status of four ways, four different elements of the unique status. Which is expressed in the idea that they bow down to these Abodazoras, which are nothingness, and we bow down to Kodesh Baruch. So the Rav Haigon and his Shuvah, where there talks about each one of these four things, different Kabbalistic concepts, how unique Klai Israel, etc. Okay, we're not going to go there, because I have no idea what he's talking about. Um, but, and he, I would, I wouldn't tell you anyway, so. And I would, and I would tell you, I don't want to talk about either, so you have no idea what, 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 what but that's, that's besides the point, right? So, the, the simple reading of it is the unique char- character of Kaisel is simply this idea that they bow down to gods of nothingness and we bow down to Gunnar's Baruch So, what's unique about Kaisel? Our Chalik our and our Garol and our. We're different than Mishwes. What is unique? Shehei Mishachim the Hell of Arik. That's the simple, that's the single, singular difference which is mentioned explicitly in the paragraph. 
Okay. So what's the second paragraph come along and say? Okay, in the Kabbalah, we wait for the day that we won't be singular anymore. That everybody will join us. Right? Th- that's really the flow of the paragraph, the two paragraphs, that according to that. The first person says, we're singular because we recognize God's Baruch and nobody else does. And we're anticipating the day that everybody will recognize God's Baruch and we won't be singular anymore. I don't know, it bothers me. Right? We, we, that, you know, like we're sort of like davening for our own demise of being special. Right? That's, that's, it seems to be what we're saying. Which, there's something, I, we need to leave something special for ourselves. That even after the whole world joins us, we're still special. Well, we can be special because we were the ones who recognized the whole time. We didn't have to wait till the end to figure that out. Um, that's obviously special. But um, will there be something unique and special of Christ? So in the future, which what time when the whole world recognizes the Kodesh Baruch Hu, and everybody's serving the Kodesh Baruch Hu, everybody's service, like what's going to be the special, unique stature of Christ? So yes, we're going to have different mitzvahs, etc. I understand that. But it's sad that what, the, the, what Elena was delineating it seems to delineate one element of singularity is that we know recognize the when they don't. And eventually everybody will. So it's like sort of like, what's going on? That's, that, oh, that's like this question which is always like, boy, in my back of my head is like bothering me exactly. What exactly is going on? Okay. There's a second question which, it's, it, it sounds like a dictative question, but it's not. It's, it runs much deeper than that. So, if we take the words of Kaddish Baruch out of the sentence, what would be missing? There, Mishtachem had a hell of a week. And Mishtachem had said, the king of kings, supreme king of kings. Sounds pretty good to me. Right? So what is the Kaddish Baruch uh, adding in that phrase? That's a question which... So it led me to think, maybe I'm not sure how to read the phrase. I can read the phrase one of two ways. Here's two ways to read the phrase. It sounds like a dictative question, but it's not. It runs deeper than that. Question, one way to read it like this. That we are, there is talking to nothing, we wish talking to the Supreme King of Kings. And we, we make it a, a, a phrase, giving praise to Kodesh Baruch Hu, that he's Kodesh Baruch Hu. Kodesh Baruch Hu is sort of as a modifier to Melech Malchay Okay, that's one way to say it. Other way to say it is the exact opposite. We're Mishtachu to Kadosh Baruch Hu, who is the Melech Malchay So the main point of the phrase is Kadosh Baruch Hu, and Melech Malchay is a, fra- a modifying phrase describing how Kadosh Baruch Hu runs the world, etc. It's some phrase to a Kadosh Baruch Hu. So is the main noun in the sentence a Kadosh Baruch Hu, and Melech Malchay is modifying that, or is the main noun, Melchach and Lochem, and Kodesh Baruch Hu is modifying that? That's a question which was never clear to me. Okay? I sold this over to my wife. She says, like, you know, I never really thought about the question. You know, like, you know, like, you know, I mentioned last week, it was by Shabbos, by somebody says, you know, ever since I said, I never really thought about it. I said, like, well, okay, I'm supposed to do it. Like, it's like driving me crazy for years. How do you read the phrase? Okay, now, what does the phrase of Kodesh Baruch Hu mean? So let's look at a group. I didn't want to say anything, but that's what I was wondering. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, everybody's going to come to Baruch Hu. Like, you know, like, you know. Well, actually, the Vilna going said the fascinating thing about the phrase of Kaddish Baruch Hu. Let's see the group over here. So this is from the Pearson Lagoda, right? Right? V'hi shav l'avaseinu, she called over the, 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 the angel in the chalaseinu, v'ha Kaddish Baruch Hu matzilin amiyodam. 
Right? You also have the phrase later on in the God Right? So the phrase Hakadosh Baruch Hu was used by Chazal in multiple places. What does that phrase mean? Okay. Shema Kadosh Baruch Hu. So the gross is like this. Now, see, the next question is like, leave out Melchim Melchim for a second. What is the phrase Hakadosh Baruch Hu? The Holy One, blessed be He. So His name is holy, and blessed be He is like a bracha you give to Him. So that's not the name is Kadosh, and Baruch Hu is like a you know like. When you say Hashem Yisborach, Yisborach is in his name, Hashem, who is blessed. Right? You never understood that when you say he is, but who blesses him? Okay, it's a different question. Well, not, let's not, let's not, I'll get there, maybe. <laughs> right? But I'm saying whatever that means, right? But we're not saying Hashem's name is just Yisborach. Right. Hashem's name is Hashem Yisborach. Right? HaKadosh Borach. Right? The God is someone like that. His name is Kadosh Borach. He says, "Hakadosh Baruch Hu nikra al shem klolius hashkachos The phrase "Hakadosh Baruch Hu" describes the Bereshim's total concept of hashkachah. Shehem b'shem bechinus. The Bereshim's hanhaga of hashkachah in the world has two elements to it: chasadim ugvurais. The Bereshim is gemal chasad, and at the same time he's demanding and and the, being strong. When the Bresham does din, he's referred to as Kadosh. The Bresham is beyond our comprehension. The Bresham is all-powerful. The Bresham is all-knowing. The Bresham is, the, everything is his. He's so beyond your comprehension. The, the gap between you and, a Kodesh, and him is called Kadosh. Holiness is something which is beyond you. It's greater than you. It's beyond you. So you're more from it, you're distant from it. So Kadosh represents the distance. So you notice that the Putin, which you say in Yom and the Royim, which are said in the in the section of Kedusha, uh, the way usually the Putin work is before you get to Kedusha, there are many, many Putin that you say, but they're all really part of the bracha of Kedusha. Once you say Mesim, the second bracha is ended. And then we start saying piyutim. Those piyutim belong to the third bracha. And they're about the Bereshim's pachat, and the Bereshim's noira, and he's kadosh, and he's a, it's scary, you know, it's, it's a melech, it's, it's all like, wow, he's up there, and I'm down here, we're, we're in trouble, you know, like he's bigger than me, and I'm scared, right? So that's the kuna of kadosh. So that represents, that, um, it's, it's, that the Bereshim, the council of the kadusha, is the Bersham being the all-powerful, the, the omnipotent one who has a right to demand that everything belongs to him, has, has, he has rights to demand, and he's in control. That's it. The however, uses the meat of chesed. And that's why we bless him. We bless him for the, the chesedim that he does. That's how, that was when we react with, with, with bracha. We thank him um, so we combine the two when the Bershom, we see the Bershom's Hanhaga of Kaddish and the Bershom's Hanhaga of Chesed which is Baruch so the combination of the two is the full Hanhaga of Kaddish Baruch who runs the world
So if we just say one or the other, we're missing the point. It's a combination of the two, which is important. So you have all the Putim who say, Kadosh, Baruch, right? The many of the Putim that have that element in it. So this is the, the concept. Um, the Maral takes the idea of Baruch a little further. Um, Baruch always represents the idea of the Hashpah, that Kadosh Baruch Hu is Mashpia, he's giving. He's, uh, it, it's, it, it, when, so if you think about it, what, what he's really saying is we relate, relate to Kodesh Baruch in one of two ways. The Bershom is extraordinarily beyond our comprehension. He's incomprehensible. He's distant. He's way beyond the, 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 the realm of human beings. And he's totally imminent. He's totally here. He's totally present. Here in the Bria for us. That's the combination of Kodesh Baruch. Kodesh represents the idea of the, of the distance. That, that how how beyond the holiness represents something which is beyond you. It's you're so small, he's so big, which we'd also call that the uh, you know okay, leave that for a second. And Baruch is the idea that the Bershom is present, that he's giving and he's caring and he's interested. So the the Malbim and others say we say in Halo, Ramo Kal Goyim Hashem Al Sram Kvoidai. Mikashem Alukana Mabila Shabas, Hamashvila Roy's Bashamaim of Oris. So the, the, the Goyim also have a, a concept of a Kodesh Baruch Hu. Al Shemaim he's rum, he's high, he's exalted. That the Barsham should be involved intimately and interested, that concept they don't have. We, me, Kashem Alokeinu, Hamabil Shavis, Hamashvil Roy, special member, he lowers himself down to be connected and available and visible to us. And he does the, he's involved in the intimate elements of what's happening in the brief. Now, um, if you think about it, it's not so. It's 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 not. It's it's almost not obvious, right? I don't spend time taking care of amoebas. It's just not my thing. You know? They're not so important to me. I, I don't mind squishing. Amoebas, you said? Yeah, yeah, right. Just not so important to me. I'm not worried about you know, crushing them if I step on them, you know, like, and I can't step because people are touching it on me, but, you know, like, it's just not on my radar screen. Right? I really don't care what the amoebas think about me. The gap between amoebas and me is smaller than the gap between us and the Kodesh Baruch The the, the the infinite gap between a, a human being and, and the creator, the size of the universe, which that itself is just just a creation, the, the size of human being compared to the to, to the universe doesn't make any sense. It's so so infinitesimal, and that's just physical. But then, concept, then conceptually, then the, the, we know all Kabbalah that there there are elements which are way beyond the greatness of this world. This universe, and all that's nothing compared to Kadosh Baruch Hu. That's Kadosh. That he reaches out, that he's interested in talking to me, is not logical. It's only because he, 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 the Russian has indicated so that he's interested. He's made that connection, but the logical reaction should be, "Wow, well, well, he's beyond us." You're going to ask me, "There's these people they believe in God, and God is close, etc." Yeah, but they make gods. They can make their gods physical. Because they cannot deal with such an idea. 
So they, they, they put a human being in the middle, and they make him holy, and make him a godlike, because this way they can relate to him. You, 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 the idea that a human being can comprehend, the idea that this all-powerful, all be, infinite being is interested in having an intimate relationship with me is totally beyond their comprehension. It should be about our comprehension. But the Russian said he is. He gave us a mitzvah to daven. What do you need a mitzvah to daven for? He says, daven to me. Like, well, like, well of course. Well, what, else, what else are you going to do? Well, like, really? Daven to go to Zborogu? Like, so the amoeba stops, you know, Rabbi Rangel, you know, like, you know, like, like amoeba, excuse me. And they said, well, I really couldn't care. Like, I would, the amoeba wouldn't have the chutzpah to talk to me unless they said, you know, dear amoeba, please speak to me. Okay, oh, now it'll talk to me. Right? But it's not going to tell me otherwise. Like, what's the shaykhus? The Russian says, I'm interested in talking. I want to hear from you. I need the Russian to tell me that. Avraham Avinu was able to misburn the Bria and realize that that is, Russian was the Bria. Why did the Russian make the Bria? What's, what's, what's it here for? What does he care? Obviously, he cares. And look at all the, the beauty that he puts in the Bria and all of the, the chesed that he puts in the Bria. And look how much is there. Avraham Avinu was able to, to realize this concept in the Bria itself. It's mind-boggling what Avraham was able to accomplish. And he was the first person who called the Kodesh Baruch Adon. So, there's a famous Maestro with the Vilna Gaon. The Vilna Gaon says, they, they brought a sitter to him. Now, I, I'm not sure how to relate to this Maestro, 100%. I'll, you'll see why. So the Vilna Gaon says, you know, that he opened the sitter up, and the, the person asked, why do we start... The why, why do we start davening with Adon Olam? Matayv was not really Matayv was walking to the shul, but davening with Adon Olam. Why with Adon Olam? So this person suggests like this: the Mishnah says in Masechtas Talmud that the the Kayim would go and check before they shot the Karmat Talmud. They would have to make sure that it was, there was really daytime, because he shot the Karmat Talmud Belayla. It's not it's possible. They didn't wait till sunrise. They waited till Olus Hashachar. Yerushalayim is raised up, so they would have a person go up high and we'd see if, if, if the, and he would ask him, he would say, Barkoi, Barkoi was Barak, the, 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 the bolt of the light coming, was coming up, Amur HaShachar, that Amur, right? So, uh, then he would say, Ar Hevron, and he would say, yes, Ar Hevron. So the, the, the mission says, why Ar Hevron? Like, why support Ar Hevron? To mention the schus of the obas which are which are buried in my in Mars Mapel and Khaver. Zuck this Maforish, the Magad Sadik, that the reason why we said it with the Lama, because because I'll say the first one of Kurdish Odin was a Ramavino. So we started davening with being matching the schus of Ramavino was the one who called the Khajbarh Odin. That's where we start davening with the with the Dharma. The Villa Garden said that that shot is Emma's Lamita Shotaru. And it's Kedai to write a, publish a whole saber just to have one word, which is Amos Lamito Shotar. Now, did he mean the rest of the saber wasn't? I, mean, I don't know. That's why I was wondering about the story. Like, like that was a backhanded compliment, right? Or not? I don't know. I'm not sure. Right? You know, like wow. You know, um, you know, wow. You, you got one thing right, guy. At least okay, it's, it's, it's okay. It's worth it just for that thing. Is that? I don't know. I'm not sure what the story, how the story's supposed to be understood. But the Vilnagarin said on that on that board that that board is Amos Lamito Shotar. So we start off davening with the Dain Olam. That the Rosh is a master of the world. In a sense, he, he, he's relating to the world. The Goyim, until then, 
believed in the, the, the Zara said they believed in, 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 in this Kel Elah, in this high God, but they didn't talk to him because, like, it's 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 Pasha right? The camera doesn't walk into the king. If he does, you chop off his head. That the Bereshim wants us to talk to him, that was the Vram Avinu's Kiddush. That's Alein L'Shavech L'Adon HaKol. HaKadosh Boruch He's Kadosh, but he's also Boruch. That's going to remain Klai Yisrael's. Most of love. Again, the Kavu they're going to they're going to bow down to you. It's going to be Malchus that Kilchot Yichachobaretz Yishavak HaLashon we bow to you, we're, we're bound to you. They're going to be Yichru V'Yipoilu. They're going to give but the Russians, your pal, he's what, that he's interested in you, he's friendly with you. That 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 that, that they're not going to get. Hashem right? That that but that the, the that the Russian with all of that is a loving, caring God whose Pashat is taking care of every single part of all of your needs to the point of total, total love at the same time as Yira, that will remain the unique... I want to suggest that will remain... Maybe... I don't know. But, right? That will remain the unique uh, purview of, of Claudius. So that's what I was thinking. So I was looking around. So I found that Rav Chaim Friedlander says such an idea. He says, "What's the, what does the phrase l'seis doli yotzebereshis mean?" Okay, we get. We need to praise Hakadosh Baruch Hu. What does l'seis gedula doli yotzebereshis? We should give gedula to the Creator. What do you mean you give gedula? Right? You say, "God, you're great." <laughs> God, you're great. Like, what, what does it mean you give gedula? So he says, "What does gedula mean?" <coughs> so the guy says. Hekela Godel Agiba Banaro is the first two brachos of Shmanasra. Hagibur is called Gvuris, the second brachos is called Gvuris. Hanaira is Kaddish, and the first brachos is called Godel. So Rashi says, God, as Rashi in Parshavishkana says, Godlacha, right? Zumidas Tufcha. That's an hug of Tayyib that the is made to. So the first brachos of Shmanasra is that the Bersham calls himself a Lakayavram. We spoke about this once. So go back to my Amoeba. So not, not only do I interface with the amoebas, and I, I talk to the amoebas, okay, I, 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 whatever, you know, okay, don't worry. Yeah. Um, I have special Ruch HaKadosh and I do these type of things. You can hear what amoebas say, right? But I praise myself that I'm the God of the amoebas. I mean, like, really? The, what's the person's praise? He's Elke Avraham. He's Elkeinu. You know, God's great. How's he great? Because he's my God. He ties himself down to me. I tie myself to the amoebas, and they're from great. Like, really? The Bershom's Hanhaga of Godol is that he cares. And the greatest thing about Akash Baruch is that he cares. Not that he's distant. His gedula is, his greatness is that he's connected to us. Because I'll say, The Bershom's Hanhibis is the expression of his gedula. So says we have to recognize the hug of Gadula, which the Bershom is being nagged to Bria with. That's that's what we're saying. We, we finished the davening. What does davening mean? That we walked into Kodesh Baruch Hu's thing. We walked into his inner court, courtyard, into the inner sanctum, and we spoke to him, and he listened to us. 
we should be blown away by that conversation, that idea. To the point that, I just need to thank you for the opportunity. And that's what Elena is. Elena is the, 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 the natural reaction that a human being has that he had the opportunity to enter into Barashim's inner sanctum and speak to him because Barashim invited him in. So once upon a time, that was in the base of Mikdush. And so the Rabbi Gren says, the Rabbi Gren said, there's no base of Mikdush anymore. Now we're going we're gonna, to, we're gonna you think you've lost that type of opportunity. No, no, you haven't. Tefillah has that. And each time you say a tefillah, you're going to stop and be misbrained. And the fact that Bershom invited you in to have a private conversation, into a conversation with him personally, and therefore you need to recognize that and say thank you. We, we it means so much to us that we have such a relationship that we would, we 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 would, our love of Kadosh Baruch Hu is naturally expressed. I would love the whole world to recognize it. My my daddy's such a wonderful guy. I love you. I like you. Like like you to get to know him. Okay, I want you also to know how nice he is. I I also want, I, I want everybody else to join. How can I want to keep that for myself? But the, but as much, but I do recognize that I, I can put you in a certain distance. But what you're going to recognize is that Bershom is a melech. A melech means that he's powerful. There is an interface between him and his subjects. But the description is just Melech. Avinu belongs to Klai Yisrael. Malkeinu is shy to the Muslim also. We can't take part of Hashem. We cannot come as Echel. We must call Klai Yisrael also. We rule with Klai Amim. All those are the shadows of Yira. Never says Lashon of Ava for the Muslim. That they're going to join us with Ava. They're going to join us with with Pachad, with Yira, with Ema. Hishtachavoya. They're going to be celebrating, rejoicing. It's going to be, you know, it's going to be the elements of, of a connection. It's, 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 so the relationship is going to remain unique to Klai Yisrael while, while bringing them in also. One last thought. Um, okay, this, this is really, uh, I, I just, it always said to my heart, you know, like, you know, you know, you know what Judaism is. The, the, the main tenet of Judaism is tikkun olam, right? You know that. You know that. That's that's you know that's like the, like that's everybody knows that. That's the. the I didn't know you held that way. Right. So it says in Preferish Aleinu, the sakin olam b'malchus shakai. That's the source word, by the way. There's no other source for it. It's not a. It's not a puzzle anywhere. The the source of tikkun olam is Aleinu. And later, it's very clear that the purpose of the, the we we're, we're anticipating the day that the whole world will serve Hakadosh Baruch Hu and keep the mitzvahs and also Shmuel Kozacher, etc., etc., etc. Right? That's our goal. Right? That's what we're looking forward to. That's the Tikkun Olam that we we anticipate. Um, they they anticipate Tikkun Olam, but they leave out the Machu Shaka. Right? So it's it's the wrong Tikkun Olam. You know, like you know, Yitzhar has a way of getting involved in everything. Um, okay, so that's my main thought that I had wanted to share with you about Elenu. Um, so I, I came to the final, final fascinating recognition. So Tells is a very interesting place. So they have different menhagim than many other people. So Tells, Ladovid, our Minigan Tells, which I still keep because I mean, that was really where I came from, you know. Um, Ladovid is said, starting from Rosh Chodesh Elul, like everybody else, till Yom Kippur. 
They stop. They say it once a day, only by Shachas, not by Maharav. They don't say it on Shabbos. They don't say it on Yom Tov. They don't say it on Rosh Hashanah or Yom Kippur. So the last thing you said actually is there from Kippur. So for me, Ladovid by Marv is great. The purpose of Ladovid by Marv is I have enough time to say Elenu. Because <laughs> between Elenu and Ladovid, I almost finish Elenu before Kaddish. Right? Because I, I have no way to say Elenu in the time allotted. If you want to actually try and absorb anything about or express anything in the, your Elenu or absorb anything in the Elenu, like you got to give me one more time. You know, I, so what's about like you know I'll have a cousin who makes the 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 cardinal sin of waiting for me to finish Elenu before he says you know Venemar uh, you know like you know so he waits for me and like he like the whole place is quiet and I'm saying okay in the Kabbalah you know like you know like uh, it's very uncomfortable like but but I, I still have not figured out exactly how everybody else does it I'm trying to figure it out because you know it's like it's difficult to be like strange from everybody else. But I don't get it. Like, what's if we're saying it already? The malachim are standing there listening, and I'm and I'm saying these words, and I I I, I want to be honest. Like, you need some time to absorb to to to, to express this and absorb this. Okay, that was the Moshe Shmuz. Um Since it's it is, it, just one quick thought on the parsha, um, just because there's a parsha here. So, I saw a beautiful word from um, from Marcus Lehman of all people. Marcus Lehman was was Mayor Lehman was a uh, German rav uh, in the eighteen hundreds. Uh, he fought side by side with the uh, Hirsch against the, the reform, and one of the ways that he fought was he felt it was important. The, the youth was really the, the battleground. So, by writing inspiring stories, you know, historical novels and uh, and and. Uh, and novels and novelettes about Jewish, you know, heroes, spiritual Jewish heroes. Um, he felt it would be a way to inspire the youth. So we have many books from him. He wrote a, a um, he wrote a, a historical f- fiction, historical novel about Rabbi R- R- Kiva. He wrote one about the person Jocelyn of Rosheim. He wrote about. Uh, um, many books. So in now he wrote different vertlach in the in the stories. The vertlach are his. He puts them in the mouth of his protagonists. Right. So he says over there stories. I don't know whether the story. It, so there was a person who lived in the 1500s in Germany. His name was Rabbi Yasemin, or Yasemin Yasemin, who was a big shtadlin, which means he worked very hard to to, to help. Protect the Jews from against all the excesses of the the nobles and and the and the mobs, etc. So it's a very difficult time, and he was Siyat He was very very successful. He became very close with the with the emperor, um, Emperor Maximilian, Emperor Charles. Um, so that was that's we have we have a diary of, of, of that he that he kept. Uh, at least he had a diary on some extent, and he he based and he fleshed out the story. See, he was over there one time that he met um, somebody, he met one of these, one of the fights they had was this at the time when Ruchlin and, and Pfefferkorn were fighting about the, rather, destroying all of the books of Talmud in Germany. Wow. So this fellow, this, this Meshumid, fellow, a former Jew, had become a Dominican, uh, uh, he, he 
converted to Christianity and became involved with Dominicans, said that there's terrible things about the, the, the Goyim and the Talmud, and we should destroy all the Talmud. And um, um, just one second. Rav? Hello? No, I guess not. Um, that, 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 that means I should be coming home. Um, <laughs> but um, just English translation of that. Uh, so um, there's this fight about, so there was a non-Jewish Hebrew, Hebraic scholar who had studied under the, the, the Superno, Ravadim Superno, who was called Preceptor Germania. He was like the, teach, the teacher of Germany. They, they gave him that title because he was, he, he defended, he, this he also got Brooklyn to defend the Talmud against them, to the emperor, and they decided against destroying all of the books, etc. So while he was there in this conversation, like, you know, they asked him a question, why is the Parsha Regla Rufa at the end of, at the end of Parsha Shreftim is discussing war at the end of Shreftim, is discussing war at the beginning of Kiseitze, Kiseitze Lomachomo, and the middle of the Parsha Regla Rufa, why is it there? That was the question that he asked. So he said um, that the, in which I think this is Mayor, Mayor Lehman talking, not Rebel Simon. He said that um, the value of one human life, you know, when you go to war, the value of human life is, is, is extremely diminished. So Tara, in, in the middle of the, the parsha, is about talking about the war, talking about the, there was a single fellow who got lost somewhere and he was killed. And we make it a major to do. The Sanhedrin has to go out, and the, 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 Sanhedrin has to, the Sanhedrin has to go deal with it. The local Sanhedrin has to deal with it. It's a whole Gantz Garachka. It's one guy in the middle of a war. That's the message of the Torah, the value of, of the importance of the value of one human life, even in wartime. Furthermore, I, the, the, this thought, the, the Meforshim say, the, the Parsha before that is a Parsha of Altashka, so you can't destroy trees wantonly. It's also written in the Parsha of War. That not only the human life has value, but even, you know, you're, you're at war, so you scorched earth, just rip the whole thing apart. No, no, that's not how the Torah looks at stuff. It's, it's a waste. It's destructive. Even at the time of war, you're, the, the, we're not, we're, we, we, we do not condone destruction. So that was the thought that, I would just walk away with at least something on the Parsha. Okay.